All right. Live on YouTube. Awesome. Awesome. What's up, everyone in the chat? Just going to wait for the intro. Cool. Dope, dope, dope. <clears throat> Welcome everyone to the chat. People are joining. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Cool. We live. Just one second. We're not me. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Matrix Unveiled. My name is Thanuj, and welcome back to Truth Frequency Radio. I'm your host tonight uh, from 11 to 12 p.m. So today we have an amazing show. I've got my good friend here, Christian Bell from Reality. Uh oh. Reality Files. And to have him here. There we go. What's up, man? Howdy. Sorry, there was this lag right there. I'm stoked to be here. So grateful for this opportunity to be on this transmission with you, uh, Thanuj. And yeah, it's an opportunity to express the, you know, the will of spirit out here and, and really you know, a uh, vibe on that collective wave. So let's dive in. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for being here. If you guys don't know, Christian's channel is Reality Files. He has a pretty awesome channel. He's got almost 10,000 subscribers, I think 9.6 thousand subscribers. And I've been following his work for a pretty long time. I think since I was 18 or 19 years old. So right when I had my pivotal awakening moments, I started to follow Christian's work and I saw some of his stuff really resonated with me, especially with the, the aerokinesis and the telekinesis. That was the kind of stuff you were posting um, mm. back then, like the tutorials and the psychic abilities. And um, every, anyone that studies my work, they know I'm very much into that. But you've kind of branched out. You've, you've really expanded your level of gnosis into you know, different breathing techniques, um, energy work. Uh, gnosis talks, like all kinds of channel is very diverse. And I really uh, think that's a cool um, aspect of your channel. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit, uh, a little bit about your channel? Well, my, I mean, my story is long. We don't need to get into that, but I'm Christian. I love wisdom, knowledge, nature, tribe and community. And I'm really focused right now on helping people step into a place of sovereignty and apply all this ancient knowledge. We're in this time and phase right now where there's so much information flooding it. You know, like the hermetic is being unveiled. So much of the ancient, you know, mysteries and teachings are at everyone's fingertips. But when it comes to like applying this into our life and like, okay, but what's the point of all of this? How do we apply it? We have this idea right now of heaven on earth. And a lot of us in this conscious community are waking up to like our own internal powers, our collective powers together. But really like seeing that, you know, these models that we want or this or this vision or this future, it's going to it's going to take deep collaboration by people stepping into alignment, alignment with their uniqueness, alignment with, you know, how they're here to serve. 
And to get to that point and to get to that point powerfully is really through that like application of knowledge. So that's what I've really been focused on lately, helping people step into that. And, you know, I come from a long background studying philosophy since I was about 15 and like personal development stuff, wanting to be a billionaire back in the day and just diving so deep into all the business books and whatnot, started meditating. And then when I was about 18, I had a massive awakening. Uh, I got super sick the end of a long line of addictions and a lot of things going on in my life. But I basically dropped out of college, uh, (laughs) fell out with my family and went on this massive journey for the last four years that led me to here. And through that journey, went so deep into the ancient knowledge and ancient wisdom. I was like, you know, really obsessed. Uh, Just listen to audiobooks hours and hours every day. Uh, all the lectures I could find on YouTube. And I guess Reality Files is kind of a product of that journey, starting at the beginning of of my channel till now. Um, And yeah, I I like to keep it real. I like to keep it nature-based and I like to keep it, you know, in alignment with those highest frequencies. So definitely, definitely. Well said, brother. And we got a lot of people in the chat. We got uh, Energy Warrior Ken. He says he's a big fan of Reality Files. We got Lisa. Jiggy, Travis, Haska, Katarina. So, you know, I think it's really interesting because when I first started following your work when I was 18, um, or I might have even been 17, I was a freshman in college. And I remember watching your videos and you were filming almost all of your videos either in nature or in a car, in your car. (laughs) And so I'm like, what is this dude? Like, where does this dude live? Like, is he just a nomad? Is he just wandering the earth and spitting out deep knowledge? And I was like, he looks like he's my age. So how is this guy surviving? Um, and where is this wisdom coming from as well? And so I was intrigued and I, I can't, I don't understand why I didn't reach out to you then I should have reached out to you now, um, then, but I reached out to you now, which is crazy. Um, but it was just a really interesting vibe. And like, I, I sense that you had a lot of deep knowledge and I, I sense like, you were almost like a, or like a magician in a past life. Like that's the energy I get off of you, like a hermetic kind of vibe, um, which is a little bit different than my energy, but it's still relatable. And so mm-hmm. you're also into a lot of the Egyptian structures, which a lot of people on TFR are really into like the Egyptian energies and understanding mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, so would you like to talk about that? You want to get into that kind of deep gnosis or you want to talk about um, – some more like entrepreneurship kind of stuff, because we can take this conversation in, in a various, uh, you know, various directions. Yeah. Depends. Totally. Based off your viewership and whatnot, let's take it, let's take it down some of the gnosis lines for a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know you had some <laughs> questions or topics about like, you know, the energy work and psychic stuff. Um, but in terms of the ancient pyramids, the ancient mathematics, Egypt, mm-hmm. Sumeria, you know, we got, the Mayan cultures. I actually just dropped two videos. Uh, my last two videos were about the esoteric knowledge uh, and ancient activation temples. And awesome. yeah, just like reiterate that a little bit. You know, we have so many ideas of how the pyramids were built and the history of the pyramids and the history of these cultures. And I'd really just drop my insights there on you know, how these, all these things came to be, but that's not the most fascinating thing to me. The most fascinating thing to me is how these pyramids uh, correspond or actually were seem to be intended for 
the esoteric or etheric activation of man at higher levels. And that there, there were these sound temples. There are these vibrational resonance temples where like perhaps the Ark of the Covenant was placed within uh, for us to lie down and resonate, you know, uh, at, at these true harmonic chords while, you know, doing the energy work with Kundalini. Um, and that's, and that's why I see them for like a very deep level. That's what those two recent videos were all about. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool stuff. And what's interesting is your level of Gnosis is the same thing as what beyond the veil talks about as well. So Chris from beyond the veil, he talks about how they use the pyramids with, in combination with ayahuasca to basically shoot themselves up to an even higher dimension. And that those pyramids are just rocket ships for our consciousness, which would make sense because they're literally points going upwards. And anyone who's been around a pyramid knows the energy frequencies off of those things. I mean, that's some of the most powerful energy uh, geometry you could possibly have. And it's incredible. Um, It's it's really sad to see how our modern civilization has built boxes out of everything. (laughs) Everything is a box. Oh, God. Instead of expressing it into you know the light grids into how the ley lines of reality actually operate so mm. we're definitely gonna have a deep conversation about this because um that's what the matrix unveiled is all about <laughs> yeah well let's let's dive in just for an, a quick note there on the pyramids before we move on you know in terms of the use of the pyramids yes that's perhaps you know one of the higher uses of it I get really, you know, interested in the anatomy of the pyramids and how they're a reflection of the anatomy of man. So Manly P. Hall dives Mm. deep into this in the secret teachings of all the ages. And the pyramid literally means middle fire. Pira, fire. Mid, middle. Pyramid, middle fire. And it's about the ascent of the middle fire within man. Man is encased within a pyramid. Okay, we are encased within a pyramid of matter. And essentially within the pyramid, there was three chambers. There was the animal chamber, the queen's chamber chamber in the middle, and the king's chamber. And uh-huh. it was – and this is a reflection of the body. We have, you know, the, the generative center or, like, you know, the sexual center in man. Then we have the middle center, which is, like, the heart chamber. And then we have the king's chamber, which would be, like, the third eye chamber, basically. And that's going to – yeah, right? exactly. And essentially the pyramid is a reflection of the, of the ascent of the divine fire within man or the rising of the chrism, like through, uh, you know, right. through the spinal cord, essentially the ascent of man uh-huh. into the highest consciousness. Very interesting. Other notes on the pyramid is like the, the mathematics of it. And the fact that mm-hmm. there's four, the square bottom represents the four elements and mm-hmm. the single quintessence tip represents the quintessence and it had a gold capstone on it which represents like the the literally the philosopher's stone within man creating the philosopher's stone by balancing the equal opposite forces of the elements within the body rising through the chambers in the ascent of the pyramid right and and crystallizing that philosopher's stone which is like the blast off beacon (laughs) per se uh, I see. So, okay. yeah, we could go really deep. I don't want to make this a whole talk about that, but the pyramids are literally a reflection of the human body and write the story of the highest attainment. 
if that makes sense, while they're also a vehicle for it. So it's like, you know, it corresponds on all levels, which is very interesting to me. So, I mean, that's some of, you know, the people that built this, the Egyptians, the Mayans, the Incans, they must have had some serious universal knowledge oh my to, gosh. To, to, you know, to understand it stuff they were not take all these psychedelics to see behind the veil they were seeing behind the veil 24 7 and it's like you know that analogy makes me think like we have all of the elements within us we are water fire earth and air and that is just the energies reaching our peak which is the pineal glands um you know which is a lot what santos Bonacci talks about as well which is uh the chrism which is that you know your sexual fluid and your sexual energy must reach the peak of it's cycle in order to be reborn from the pineal gland and then recycled. So that's, I think that's what you were kind of talking about as well. Um, but it's interesting to see how all of these things connect and how they have a higher level and, you know, the manifestation it's all about, you know, as above, so below. So mm. it's a true reflection right there. Exactly. Yeah. We go. So, I mean, this is like my favorite topic is literally understanding the anatomy of man reflected in all uh-huh. things and how a lot of these ancient sites encoded so much knowledge into the symbolism. Like the, the pyramids are incredible, like extravagantly remarkable. I don't even know the words just for this, like the straight building and material operation that had to go down. However, uh-huh. it went down, whether it was sound alchemy, like magic, or you know like work and like shit you look at that centered directly on true north in alignment with the stars of orion and like you know the the equinoxes uh moving like i forget how how big some of the foundation stones are in the pyramid but it's like shit we literally can't move today like two thousand pounds each or something no right like like a hundred tons, a hundred tons. No stones. Way. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know if that's the great pyramids of, of Giza or a different one, but I remember hearing Graham Hancock talk about these hundred ton stones, like quarried and moved miles and miles and miles to place in these pyramids. It's like, Holy fuck. We literally can't do that today. And to not only move them, but to place them with absolute cunning precision to true uh-huh. north, which the compass doesn't even point to. That takes astrology and astronomy. Right. You know? And it's like, wow. Now we're see- getting to level, like, seeing, oh, my gosh. Not only that, but they were coordinated with other ancient sites across the globe to create maps. Go read, go watch the documentaries by Carl, Young, uh, Carl Monk, M-U-N-C-K. And you can see these ancient codes left by the ancients. Um, and then on top of that, their vibrational sound resonance temples for the highest levels of activation and healing. But on top of that, they're also reflected in the de- like down to the degrees of the angles, the corners, the, the placement, like in, in, you know, the latitude and longitude, all of it is symbolically representing a story, a story of man and man's evolution. So it's really, really interesting to me. So, you know, what if there's this thought? So, okay. So right now the earth is raising its frequency, right? The Schumann resonance is actually upgrading. And so the Schumann resonance is the frequency of the earth. So what if it was possible, because we're talking about the weight here, that the earth was at a higher frequency, meaning it was more like an astral world, more like a dream state than it was as physical right now. 
And so that's why people were able to move things so much easier. They could usually, they could literally move things with their minds. Mm. Like, you know, we could practice our entire lives. We'll never be able to make, uh, move 20 tons of rock with our minds. It's just not, it's not possible, not Mm. in these physical bodies. But if it was more like an astral state, that could also be possible. And then there's this other theory that I've heard going around is that since this is a matrix, what if the pyramids were already encoded within the matrix and they were just hotspots that were built to create activation points? So like, Mm. just like a video game, there's pre-rendered situations. So it could be built, but it could also be like a pre-rendered kind of uh, formats. Definitely. I mean, that would be highly irregular though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on the first note, I'll address that one. Um, Sure. I, I hear what you're saying. If the resonance of earth was increased, perhaps we're in a, like a, like the veil is, is thinner. So like, you know, we can, mm-hmm. we can pull across it easier. That is an mm-hmm. awesome idea, but it's not quite resonant with the hermetic knowledge in the sense of the law of polarity. The law of polarity states that uh-huh. matter and spirit are two opposite ends of a vibrational spectrum. And that's how it's meant to be. The earth isn't evil and the earth isn't like a low vibration is not evil. It's just at a lower vibrational rate. Right. And the whole process yeah. is not to try to bring earth up to heaven, but bring heaven into earth. God is trying to manifest a wakeful consciousness into de- the density of mat- matter and free will. Earth is very important, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about trying to raise the vibration of earth necessarily. I don't think that's what was happening, but earth vehicles being open to the resonance of God per se. I think we have a separation in our frequency right now to the the truth per se, the true self. And by dissolving that frequency and by literally learning to breathe and pump with the ether and speak with the logos, right? We are stepping into that place where God is manifest in the flesh, right? The true self, the true archetype. And so it's not about bringing earth up to heaven, but heaven into earth not onto earth, into earth and letting it live in earth, literally letting like the, the shells of earth or the matter be permeated by divine living consciousness. And yeah, it's like kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is not like there, the separation is there, but it's meant to be brought into one single element. And that's what alchemy is, is learning to literally take two different elements and alchemize them into a single new element. And this is kind of like what that, the symbol of the chrism oil in activation is, or that Christ light is the, the, the union of opposites. So yeah, if that just, uh, that's definitely, yeah, that's a lot of gnosis right there. He's got some heavy knowledge. And so you can tell he's definitely done his homework for the past, you know, two decades he's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> I've been deep. And so, hell yeah. Thank you, Thanush. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear, you know, a 22 year old. So you're 22, I'm 21. So, um, you know, a lot of people will, will talk about how young soul or young people don't have a lot of knowledge, but you have to realize like there's something called soul knowledge and soul wisdom as well. And so that soul wisdom can be expressed within a very young vehicle. Because the soul could be very, very ancient. We are all ancient souls, but every soul has reached certain levels of mastery within their past lives. Some people are, you know, masters at music or masters at arts. Some people 
people are masters at energy. Some people are masters at mystery schools and um, hermetics and, you know, understanding astrology and stuff like that. So we all carry this knowledge within us. And you can tell when someone gets sparked, their, their level of knowledge really shows. Mm. Um, it's interesting. I, I want to take the conversation a little bit into a different direction. Um, we are both personal coaches. We're both people that are into speaking and uh, you know coaching people for a living. And we're both communicators. So that's a, like a bluish frequency. You know, the new age talks about different colors. And blue is the energy that's associated with speaking. So what are your thoughts on, you know, different people being communicators and, and just simply expressing their ideas as a living? And how do you go about that? So how do you do that for yourself? Well, it's a journey. <laughs> I, did, I, did not, I did not set out on, at the beginning of this journey to be a coach or to like, I don't know, make a living doing what I do now. I work with a lot of people when it comes to sovereignty and creating sovereignty and alignment in your life. And I mean, the first thing that, that is really prominent in my mind, that's really important. And it's true in my journey. And like, how did I go about doing this is, is complete dedication to the Mm -hmm. highest meaning you can serve right now. Absolutely. Like success is not something to be aimed at. It is the consequence. It is the consequence of dedicating yourself to that which is most meaningful to you. So finding well finding like the most valuable way you can relate to the world and relate to others, finding where you're most deeply called to serve and dedicating yourself. Most people fail in life not due to lack of skill, knowledge, talent, experience most people fail in life due to the lack of i guess ability to organize their energies around a worthy goal and it's just Mm -hmm. like if you like sovereignty the path to sovereignty and stepping in that place of alignment in life and alignment with purpose is to first and foremost like get real with yourself and listen to your nature like what is your nature calling you to do what do you love doing what did you used to love doing what skills do you have And to look at this world, we're in this time of mass awakening. The universe is having a roll call right now. Who's going to step up? Who's going to step up to all these spots that need to be filled to build the bridges? You know, and like sovereignty will be the consequence of doing what you're meant to do. And being who you're meant to be is the consequence of doing what you're meant to do. And like, that's kind of like the path I feel like right now. Um, that there's a massive roll call right now. There's this mass awakening ensuing, and also everyone's out of jobs right now. So everyone's like trans, like, like they have this inkling of like transitioning towards something more in alignment with themselves. And it doesn't have to be the most grandiose vision. Most people have a lot of different interests and skills here, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like sitting with that and like seeing where can I really serve? What am I really called to do? And fully dedicating yourself to it. Like that's how I started my channel is like I was so, so much energy and aggression and pain yeah. like caught what came from this massive disillusionment of the world. And then I was really humiliated by my family and like everyone I knew. And like after that, it was there was this this fucking fire in me to spit the truth at all costs and to just spit mm-hmm. it at the realest way. 
And also awakening to all this like knowledge is like, let's go deep. Let's actually go beyond the new age here. And let's go into like, yes. what are the ancients actually talking about? What is the real power? And like always kind of seeking like, you know, what is at the root of these things? So following your inclinations and dedicating yourself to it wholeheartedly. Like I, you know, I dropped out of school. I was basically isolated for about two years there. Didn't know anyone. Spirit didn't even allow me to connect anyone, it seemed like. And in that time, the thing that got me through that really intense phase of suffering in my life was the meaning I attributed to it. I had this like deep meaningful idea that like, yo, I'm doing this so that I can really like wake up to the, the deeper truth inside of myself and that I can share. I'm so called to share and it's so meaningful for me to share the real and raw experience of this awakening journey. And that's what I began doing. And from there, it just evolved by, by consistency, by relentlessness and dedication that, you know, the manifestations are the consequence of. So, yeah, that's kind of my take on like that sovereignty thing. I know you asked a few questions there, but maybe you could dive a little specificer. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really well said. And I think um, anyone that's pursuing this path, like, the entrepreneurship path. I want to get into this more after the break. We're coming up in the break in a, in a minute or so, but um, this path is like, it's, it's so against the grain and, and you're actually like, I'm, I'm actually very lucky. Like my parents are supportive. They're like, Oh, you're doing your own thing. That's really cool. I'm still going to school. So I didn't drop out of school, but for yourself, that must've really been a, a difficult um, journey where like, if your parents are turning your back against you, that was only you that was like, I believe. And that's that masculine energy that has this vision and wants to manifest <laughs> it. That's that call to action. So props mm. to you dude, for really sticking with your guns there and not giving up. Cause there's a lot of people that would have given up um, and just not been able to handle, you know, like that, those, those years when you're like tw uh, early twenties, you're like, what am I going to do in my life? Like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And how do I get out of being stuck in a corporate job for the rest of my life? Because that is not what I want to do. That doesn't resonate. Mm. That will make me an NPC by the time I'm 30. And I'm sure you know what NPC means, right? Uh, it's not a word that I like to use, but um, it is fitting for that situation. Um, and so it just takes so much willpower. And some, there are some days where you want to quit. And we're getting into the uh, the break here. So we're going to have to talk about this on the flip side. But um, for everyone that's listening to YouTube, we will keep going for a couple more seconds or so. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah I, I do want to say two things there. The first one is it does take will, but will is not the is not the supreme. It's, it's actually more so the the meaning. It's the meaning like. You don't live and die for will, but you live and die for something, you know? Mm -hmm. And like the only, I, did, I saw no meaning in the world I was in. There was nothing meaningful there for me. And I always knew I was here to do something meaningful and great, you know? And like when I was so convicted of that meaning and of that, that dream, it was actually like <laughs> the, the, the bridges burning behind me created a lot of pain, but also a lot of dedication you know, mm -hmm. and made me really find the meaning in the suffering. Like, damn, I'm here and this hurts and I'm alone. But like, what's the meaning wow. of this? Why am I here right now? 
you know, and like when suffering finds meaning, I love this quote from Viktor Frankl. When suffering finds meaning, it ceases to be suffering. And yeah, you know, I think that that suffering that I did go through really like led to led to the knowledge and led to like this absolute need, this burning desire and conviction for living into that truth and being a symbol of what life can be like and, and creating that symbol with others. Um, and like, you know, just like really going all out for the dream. Cause you know, I've always been programmed that way. You know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. It's like the attitude is like, either I'm going to succeed or I will die trying, you know, like, yeah, I will not be able to, you know, either I'm going to succeed in my business. Otherwise I will end up homeless and starve yeah. to death. exactly yeah but then the universe basically bends to your will when you put out so much energy yeah when you give it your all i like Uh really everyone listening to this is like if you gave it your absolute fucking all what would it look like like what is your actual potential what is your actual capacity and like those questions fuck it creates a lot of discrepancy like that's far that's i don't live anywhere close to my capacity and my potential but like still knowing Mm -hmm. that like knowing that is really really important and furthermore like you were saying just like you know i forget the king of england who invaded france and burned the boats behind him when he was outnumbered to the enemy army they burned the fucking boats behind him and all his soldiers saw the boats burning and when they saw the boats burning, they're just like, fuck, I got to win or I will never get home. Yeah. I will never yeah. see my family again unless I win. And oftentimes yeah. the person who wins is he who wants it most. And mm-hmm. like, it seems like there might be discrepancy be- between that and maybe spiritual narratives right now. Like desire leads to more suffering. And like, how could I really want to win if I don't want to desire right now? And we're we're ending the uh, the ad right now, so maybe we can dive into that. But yeah, sorry, the, the ads are so loud. I can bear it. Like it's it, it's kind of hard. Can you still hear the ads? Uh, yeah, I can still hear them. All right, it, it was a little bit cutting out right there, but we're about to be back on in a couple. Of seconds. All good. So, yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about. Yeah. Yeah, Thelmuge, where would you like to take it within sovereignty or coaching? Would you like to talk more on these lines? Yeah. Cool. Welcome back, everybody, to The Matrix Unveiled. You're listening to Truth Frequency Radio. My name is Thelmuge, and I'm here back with Christian Bell from Reality Files. Um, before Before the break, we were talking a little bit about sovereignty and, you know, living your authentic purpose. This is something that I've stressed and as i got onto my authentic purpose the thing that i wanted to tell everyone was like live your authentic purpose live your authentic purpose and i would i, would, I felt like a parrot like i was just repeating myself but it's like you, you gotta it's like when you align with the universe all you want to do is see other people align with their universe Ooh. because um it's almost sad to see people not living what they're meant to be doing it, it almost hurts like inside because you're it like, really does. Has a per- right. It hurt. It hurts, man. It's, it's so painful, especially yeah. looking at my family or, you know, uncles and yeah, yeah. it's really painful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and guys, there's no better time than right now to yeah. like 
yo, just like literally look at the consequences of your life if it con- if it continues in continuity. Look at the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. okay. So what are the consequences? Like if you just said fuck it, like yeah. The, if there's only one thing I accomplish in my life. Like, let it be alignment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let it, you know, just like shoot, shoot your arrow, aim your arrow Mm -hmm. for your highest hope, aim your arrow of longing. Like a man with a Y can overcome any how, just aim your arrow. And I I guess one point that I really do want to make here, that's been coming to me a lot. I've been sharing with a lot of my, the people I work with. There is so much meaning waiting to be found right now. So much meaning. And most people, we're all in a crisis of meaning. If I look at the world, we're in a crisis of meaning. Life seems meaningless. Work is so meaningless and separated and like out of alignment with our creative gifts and purpose. Like that everyone's like grasping for meaning right now. And it's what creates so much pain in life when there's nothing really to live for, it seems like. And right now, there is so much meaning waiting to be found because we're going through a global mass awakening and the level of pain on earth is tremendous and the level of healing needed is tremendous and the level of healing going down and awakening going down is tremendous. And it's like, what part of the bridge, what part of the process do you want to serve? Everyone here listening to this, we're all interested. We're all inclined. We all have skills or like, you know, specific places where it's like, wow, I like talking to groups of people. I like talking to people in this way or healing people or meditating with people. I love this kind of knowledge. I love the ancient mathematics, whatever it is. It's like when millions and millions and millions of people are waking up at an exponential rate, the universe is waiting for you to step up to your roll call and it's not going to be obvious. Here's the thing is we're out here creating new categories. Like did I know that a sovereignty like hermetic manifestation coach existed (laughs) two years ago. Hell no. It was a journey. It was a lot of like trial and error and experimentation to like realize, ah, this is what the universe is asking of me, you know? And it's like, yeah, just start following that bliss and like really dedicate yourself to what seems most meaningful in your life. Cause there's so much meaning to be found out here for those who aim their arrow. Yeah. I think this conversation is very inspiring, not to not just to myself, but for anyone that's listening and they're feeling like, okay, I'm following my dreams, but I'm not seeing those results instantly. Like you may see some results and then you kind of back off because you're like, oh, I'm drained. I'm tired. Like, you know, following your purpose. Some days I wake up and I'm like, I don't I don't have the energy to make a video or to do a live stream. I just I just can't like I'm too tired. (laughs) I've drained myself of creative energy. And, um, it's, it's really like inspiring to hear somebody that has broken through where, where, you know, the manifestation has taken place in a significant level. And then that reflects in your outer reality. Mm. Um, so it's, it's incredible because, you know, it shows the truth will happen. It will manifest. If you just stick with your guns, you just got the universe is like, all right, are you going to back down? And Christian's like, no, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to You know, there's, there's not even like a no, because it's not even a question. There's yeah. not even a choice. Yeah. There's only one way forward. There's literally nothing behind me. That's, so you true. know, 
feel that. Like there is no backing down. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not at that point anymore. You know, I already had the courage to like yeah, I That's what I'm say yes. And I never even said yes, really. The universe just like grabbed me and started pulling me, kicking and screaming as I went. Like, you know, and yeah, you know, it's there's there's so much that could be said when it comes to like sovereignty and that path to like doing what you're meant to do out here. And it's so unique to each person. You know, I'm looking, I'm working with a, a carpenter right now, helping him transition into like alternative living homes and development. I'm working with, you know, a school teacher right now, helping her transition out of that. And it's like, uh, and quite a few other like different scenarios, so many different scenarios. And it's really like reveal, like coming to me, like, wow, we all do have a sacred role here, you know, mm-hmm. and to like, what needs to happen for heaven and earth to actually manifest itself is for people to step into alignment with their highest role, to step into their alignment with their place of mastery. Because for that, that model to happen, there has to be people stepping up to their highest level of service. And when they can band together and unite in that highest level of service, the nation will form around them. And like, if that's like the highest goal out there, you know, it really just requires at a very like very simple level right here and now is like, you know, can we discipline ourselves to, to what is here before us? Can we discipline ourselves to this very moment? Can we confine ourselves to what the tr- like what our experience reveals to us? Like not the truth that someone else says or like what other people are doing, but like what's the truth of our experience? What has our experience taught us? What has it shown us? What do we love doing? What is our nature? What is innate to us? And discipline ourselves in this moment just to be with it fully. And that's where the gifts are going to start to unravel themselves. It's your journey. Love the journey. Love that song that just exponentially, you know, expands into the symphony. So, yeah, that's just kind of the insight I wanted to share there. Um, a A lot of thought has been put into that. But thank you so much, Thanush, for the questions. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's incredible. Like when you tap in, you feel that flow, you feel that abundance. The abundance is something that I noticed the second that I tapped into my path where like, it's almost like it's, it's different than boosting your energy signature. So I'm someone that's spent a lot of time boosting my energy signature, meaning like I've got a strong connection to the elements and working with those energies, but the abundance almost seems to be like okay it's like flowing perfectly it's like your energy flows through your taurus from the universe but then it almost comes out of you and it's everyone can feel it when you walk around and you are in alignment with your Mm. highest purpose you just radiate this abundance you radiate this like ability to just not even just change the room but just everybody like has their attention on you wherever you go because they feel that natural in syncness and then they're like they come to you and they're like what is this vibration that you're carrying and um wow thank you jakey for the uh, donation that's awesome thanks, <laughs> so there's that a bunch <laughs> yeah there it is there and it al- is right there <laughs> alignment is creation literally alignment is creation just like you were saying is like when you feel that here's the thing though is like yeah we can recognize it in the external world but the beauty of it is in the internal world like fuck i know when i'm in alignment like like today for instance i actually fell out of alignment okay i got distracted the monkey mind took over i reaction i re i had reaction to distraction syndrome 
right? <laughs> That's why I was a little bit late to the Skype call. I got a little bit out of alignment, but I refound alignment quickly, you know, just do some breathing in nature. But when you're in alignment, it's like you're not forcing yourself to do anything. Life is unfolding to you. It is unfolding before you. You're in your body. You're in your mind. You're in your beingness. And alignment is instantly blocked when the mind is out of touch with the body. When the heart's over here, the mind's out there at space somewhere, and the body's sitting right here all clenched up, tapping your foot. And like it's like alignment starts just by like, let's open up our body. Let's take a deep breath. Yeah. Let's feel. Let's be present with what is and embrace all of us. And let's move from the true beat, the true compass. And that's power, power and alignment. That's one act, one motion, literally only one motion in alignment can ripple through the sands of time. It will change your life. It can change your life forever. Just one act in alignment. So listen. That's so true. Um, I remember your, your aerokinesis video, um, your aerokinesis tutorial. I watched that years ago and one of the things that you were doing is you were like breathing with the wind, but you were also like beating your chest. I think you were like beating your chest, but your style was totally different. It's all about just like opening your body up and that was causing the wind to flow through you. Um, so I, I see that alignment and, you know, the alignment also goes with your spine where if your spine is messed up, you can actually see a person's alignment just by looking at their spine, which is interesting. Uh, you can see like how their energy flows so, you know, doing a lot of physical exercise is great too, like push-ups and stuff. I, I'll find that if I'm like too stressed out in my mind, if I drop and do like 50 push-ups, by the time I'm done, I can't think anymore because I'm breathing so heavily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Transmute the mind through the body. We're all given the most amazing, beautiful, alchemical gift that is your body. Your body is here as a transmutation vessel, like vehicle. By moving your body and expressing your emotions, you transmute your emotions. Emotions. By moving your body into different postures, your state of being changes. By moving your body, you can express your mind. Like the body needs to be synced, and it's the vehicle to express all this stuff through. I really a lot of my videos on my channel. Um, have to do with the mind-body alchemy because um, that's really important, I feel like. And, you know, when it comes to, like, sovereignty, it's a journey through, like, learning, like, how do I master myself, my state of being, my state of mind, my state of speech, my state of presence, you know, especially in turbulent situations or chaotic ones. Right. Um, that's where you're tested. That so, is. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to just be calm and sit there and meditate and be like, oh, nothing's bothering me. But when there's pressure, like when you're when you're struggling to find your life purpose and you're like, I need to build all of this stuff. I need to create this reality, this timeline right now. How do you stay calm? That's when your meditation is really tested. Um, so, you know, that's it's just really interesting to see how people have to learn to really become calm and really apply their knowledge at the right times. And, mm -hmm. you know. Like one thing is like speaking, okay? So speaking in front of uh, different audiences. Like I remember when I was a kid, I used to be terrible at speaking, but the universe would always put me in these speaking roles or like uh, authority type roles where I was always trying to be a leader. And then I found like, okay, this is part of my life purpose. 
So pay attention to stuff like that in your reality, and you will notice that that is how the universe tells you what your purpose is. So both of us are our speakers, we're communicators, and speaking is almost like an art. Like it's the way your vibration of energy flows out of your body and creates a harmony. Oh, it's definitely an art. So definitely an art. Yeah. Um, do you want to dive any further into sovereignty and this, this type, or did you have a third direction to take this for the last 15 minutes here? Or I think we should, we should talk about, um, you know, some of the energies and what's going on with the collective energies, because a lot of people like we talked about, okay, so the matrix reset, this is a pause time. So it's almost like the matrix is telling us now is the time for us to realign with our spirits and to, you know, find our authentic purpose. So what do you think about this whole situation, this whole pandemic and, um, Whoa. you know, the energy shift? That's a big topic. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about let's, let's take a deep breath together. And in fact, everyone here listening, let's take a deep breath and really tap in. Uh, so if we just want to shake it all out and exhale and then go through the nose and not through the mouth. Well, the first thing that comes to me is that breath is spiritus. Spirit is literally the breath, the breath of life. It's time to breathe. <laughs> I think that's always the first thing that comes to me is it's time to breathe again, to breathe truly, yeah. to breathe through the whole body and fully inhabit the body because that's what's going to bring that spirit into flesh. Um, on that note of breathing – We have hit a global pause button, it seems like, and a lot of people have time at home, you know, and like a lot of alone time, a lot of downtime maybe. And there's two ways you can go about it, it seems like. One is fear and reaction to distraction. Fear is addictive. Listening to the media, listening to the news, listening to even alternative media, listening to all these different things because you're bored. But here's the thing is awareness is literally magic. The breath is literally magic. And so like in this downtime, what's really been coming to me is like, like confine myself to this present moment, confine myself to what is before me, confine myself to the breath. And like, you know, instead of externalizing and further fracturing your energy in this global slowdown, we are in the eye of a storm, my friends. In a global mass awakening right now, everything just went still. Why? Because we're in the eye of a storm. Things are going to be speeding up on a cosmic, on an earthly level very soon. And as things slow down, align, align with it, slow down inside. Most people just keep this constant halfway right now. Where it's like, you know, reacting to distraction on the phone, on the YouTube, on the media, on the Netflix binges, on, you know, whatever it is. Instead of breathing and taking advantage of the beautiful opportunity that lies right before you. 
instead of moving out of fear or like what is going to happen in the world, there's so much doubt. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much fear right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with all that. Yeah. And with all that, you can either go that route or gratitude for this moment and what is before you gratitude for this gratitude for this time to get clear in your vision gratitude on this time to get clear in your service gratitude on this time to reconnect to nature and reset gratitude for this time to spend with family gratitude for this time to dissolve to die to what you once were there's massive opportunity and can we live by that gratitude for what is before us and in that way we will be alignment we will be in alignment with spirit will be in alignment with faith and actually be open to the higher energies that are hitting earth right now. We see massive changes on earth plane down here, massive changes in governments and economy and social dynamics in the world. Well, if there's massive changes on earth plane, that means the energy on earth plane is very high. Mm-hmm. When earth plane on, when energy on earth plane is very high, you best believe that as above, so below, as below, so above. The energy on the heavenly plane is super high as well. Now, which way are you leaning? Which way are you opening to? Are you opening or closing, contracting through fear or opening through faith? And it's just, mm-hmm. I think those are the main things coming to me. Thank you. What, what has been, what, what has been your mind present through this awakening, through this global pause button too? Well, what's been happening for me is, you know, I've been getting pushed to build my community more and more and more. And I want to say thank you, America Castillo for the donation. Appreciate that very much. And so during this time, you know, my my university classes basically got paused. So I don't have to go to class anymore, which is awesome. I still have to do it online, but I can now put all of my energy. Like the universe is like, we're taking everything away. You're just going to focus on your YouTube channel and, and spreading your message, basically. Yep. <laughs> so, Divine uh, opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's it's almost comical to me. It's like the whole world shut down so I could focus on my channel <laughs> um, and just get in alignment, basically. Yeah. And it's no more excuses. You have all the time all day long. This is what you were asking for. So now do it. So I'm taking advantage of that opportunity. And I'm also, um, you know, so doing a lot more shadow work. Shadow work is something that we all need to be doing right now. Um, you know, working with that, those deeper aspects of our selves and really cleansing those negative energies or not really negative, but those traumatic energies that had occurred to us when we were younger. This is the time that we must realign with those, uh, those, those parts of ourselves, bring them back into balance. And we're seeing that on a collective level. There's a lot of fear. Okay. He was, ta- um, uh, Christian was talking about fear. Fear is one of the biggest things that we are all being forced to really surrender to and to let go of, myself included, you know, letting go of the fear of not not being fulfilled or not being supported by my life path or my life purpose. That's that's a huge fear that I'm having to work through. So uh, it's crazy to see how, um, you know, when the higher energy snap their fingers, the whole matrix just basically bends over and, and agrees. Um, that's, that's what it feels like to me. On that note of fear, I would, I would suggest or encourage people to not think of fear as something to be overcome, nor something to let go of. Fear mm-hmm. holds intense amounts of energy inside of our being. 
insane amounts, perhaps the most amount. Fear is not to be let go, nor dismissed, nor escaped from. It is meant to be transmuted. Fear mm-hmm. and fear and courage are but one emotion at different ends of polarity. They are but the same thing. They're, they're, it is one emotion, one right. vibrational resonance at a spectrum from fear to courage. And when a lot of fear is showing yourself in your life, how can you orient yourself towards that fear and rise up courage inside of you. Like you just said, you have a lot of fear of not being supported and not knowing where you're going to live and all these things. And like, for me and my experience, yeah, like that terrified the fuck out of me almost made me like go still with panic is like, damn, I got no friends. Don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like, is this going to work? You know, what's going to happen in the future is the fucking world ending. I don't know, (laughs) you know, but like, yeah, after you sit with that for long enough, at some point, you're either going to rise with courage to it and just be like, well, fuck, man. No one is going to save me. I got to save myself. I literally got to birth my salvation. I got to birth the, my own savior, you know? And it's like this courage, courage and fear are the same thing. So it's like whenever you're feeling a lot of fear, don't run. Mm-hmm. Don't run. It's the doors forward. It is the path. It is the marking stone on the way, you know? Um, so, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's it's literally, it's almost like you're being put in survival mode just to see if you can overcome survival mode. And remember, like, I always have to remind myself, like, this is, this is an illusion. Like, you're getting caught up in the Maya. Like, anytime I'm feeling fearful, I'm remembering, oh, this is, is a matrix this is not real like yes it's real but i'm a divine spiritual being i'm infinite this is just a video game we're playing a game here calm down everything is going to go your way um and you know when i raise my frequency and i go all the way up to the the heavenly realms or you know as far as i can go i always am like i'm in a state of laughter and joy because i'm like i I can't believe i would ever doubt myself Mm. right like that almost comical like childlike um mentality it's like it's like a dog when they see like you know the world they're just always in a state of joy and laughter because they're like this is it's you know the world is just the way it is it's always joyous Mm. and fear is just in my opinion a total illusion it's meant to keep us uh plugged into the matrix and plugged into a survival mechanism which is the lower chakras the lower centers of our being not the higher center of our pineal gland, which is illumination of our consciousness, really knowing who we are and always being tapped into that divine wisdom, um, which emanates from our beingness. So mm. we're almost done on TFR. We have about two minutes or so. And well, then gonna, I, I guess just to finish that point then for the last two minutes, then <clears throat> that's true. Fear is yeah. an illusion, but all truths are half truths. And mm-hmm. fear, fear, you can also look at it as literally your divine gift. Your divine gift is your fear. Okay, we all have different fears. Fears are relative. And wherever your calling is highest, the resistance will be greatest. Yeah. You know what I have the most fear to doing is what like is leading breath work groups, facilitating workshops and stuff. Uh-huh. And I have uh-huh. so much fear to doing it or stepping on stage and publicly speaking every time, but I actually love speaking. I'm good at speaking. I love facilitating. I love leading. 
I have so much fear. It's fucking stupid about it. And it's literally because that's where my path to my highest calling lies. Wherever your pull to your highest self is the greatest, the resistance is going to be equal and opposite. Welcome to the law of polarity. It's all the law of polarity, you know? So like fear is literally a divine gift. It is there because that is also where you have the greatest energy into life. Um, Right. So yeah, especially fear in a resistance kind of way, like anxiety. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was, that was really well said. I guess we're just transmutation artists then. And we're just meant to be like, earth is just a school where we're just meant to be transmuting all of these energies into our highest nature. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a path, man. I, I always got to remember just one day at a time, you know, taking each day at a time being in the present moment and not trying to think like the, the monkey mind will think like what, what's happening in six yeah. months. <laughs> Those are illusory concepts. Those are not, yeah. that's not real, <laughs> you know? So true. All right. So we're basically going to cut it from here on, I'm going to hang up on Skype. Cool. Okay. So we're still on YouTube. Would you like to keep going or do you want to uh, end the stream or you got stuff to do? Cause I'm sure people have some questions and stuff. Totally up to you, bro. Oh, gypsy road is in the chat. My friend, you missed the entire show. So, um, Hey, brother, unplug the matrix. The earth is not a school. It's a prison. That's true. But it's also a half truth. Like all truths are only half truths. As the hermetic knowledge points to. Earth is also a school while it's also a prison. Like earth is also, you know, hell while it's also heaven simultaneously. And it's like it's a school in the sense of you know, it can be a prison because we are in bondage. We are in bondage to a body. We are in bondage to the external in a lot of senses and a lot of ways. But it's also a school in the transmutation of bondage and the acquisition of like knowledge of self, of, of essentially right alignment inside the being and how to hold right alignment within all circumstance, within all pain and suffering of life. Life is suffering. The right alignment of the energy of the being through the suffering is literally wisdom. And wisdom is the key to the prison, which unlocks the heaven and the earth. So it's it's a prison, but it's also a school. All truths are half-truths here. Wow. School did feel like prison. I agree with you, (laughs) Leigh. 100%. Dude, school was, I mean. I can't hear you, Tanoosh. Oh, dude, you have to put your headphones back in. Can you hear me now? That's a problem. (laughs) Hold up. Technical difficulties, guys. That's so strange. I knew that was going to happen. The AI is always messing with us. All right. Um, That is going to be a problem. So... I think what we want might want to do is can you still hear me, bro? Hold up. Okay. 
Juju cakes. I so agree with you. Anxiety exists from losing our integrity, really. Like you're saying, when we stop owning our thoughts and other thoughts enter the stream. You know, we can stand at the gates of our mind like a goddamn Spartan warrior out there. <laughs> Just guard the gates. Yo, um, somebody write in the chat to tell Christian to please hang up the Skype call so that way he can hear me. <laughs> Testing. Can you hear me? I thought I literally. Ah, oh, now I can hear you, Tanuj. Okay, perfect, Thank perfect. You. Thank All you, right. Jared Harrington. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. The, since yes, the radio show ended, it was just like, I don't know I what happened. Know. I'm back. Because <laughs> I was. I was asking you questions and you were just looking at me like a deer in headlights. And I was like, what? Yeah, I can hear you now. We back. All right. All right. Perfect. Oh, my God. Is that you or me? That's me. How do you how do you just turn that off? Uh, you have to hang up the Skype, dude. Here, I'm gonna meet Mike so you get it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I hope uh, he's able to figure that out. <laughs> Everybody, tell him to hang up the Skype call, please. <laughs> nope, still not better. Okay. Um, hey, we hang up. Uh, all right, all right, all right, good. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Cool. We're not very professional out here. Yeah, this is the Eventually, first time I do multiple streams. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's it's tricky, man. I can tell you, like, it is tricky. Like, I've been on the radio show where the connections dropped, okay? And I've had hosts, or not hosts, I've had guests, and the guests were literally keeping the conversation for me. Well, my connection dropped for, like, 30 minutes. Wow. And people in the chat have, have heard it, but they made a really good show. Like, my friends were on it, and they made a really good show. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Happens in alignment. Damn, I just got a lot of hate, I think. <laughs> I hung up the door. I don't there's just some weird things going on. I don't, I don't quite understand, but right. Who'd you get hate <laughs> I I don't know. People are just telling me to hang up the call. <laughs> oh get off the saying, hang up the Skype Christian. call. <laughs> Not this stream, the Skype call. <laughs> I did. I'm I'm off Skype. Yeah, I know. No, but the thing is, the the chat comes in late, like a little bit delayed. Ah, uh, by the way, so are you looking at the Streamyards, um, yeah. or are you looking? At, okay, all right, yeah, that's still a little bit delayed. Honestly, it's it's kind of whack. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Humor Good. is the best. Medicine. Laughter is the best medicine. Hell yeah, brother! Well, we got a few more minutes here. Um, Definitely. You want to take like one or two questions? We can take one or two questions for uh, Christian and then we will probably end the stream because it's about an hour. 
and it's late. Yes. It's late for me. It's not late for you. Couple more questions. It is late for me. I go to bed early. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I love sunrise. Okay, okay. Yeah, sun gazing is is amazing, dude. Like oh. I sun I sun gaze for two hours a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sun. I'm. I think I have a hey, lot. I'm not blind yet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not blind yet. I don't stare directly quite at it. It's more of a solar yeah. meditation than trying to. I do. I, I, I look at that thing when it's like 12 in the afternoon and nothing happens to my eyes. And they're wow. like, they literally become like crystal HD clear after. So like yeah. I'll be able to, I used to wear glasses and I, I haven't worn glasses in two years after I started sun gazing. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to be careful with it still though. Like if we're not at a level of, of purity in the vessel, then yeah. that light is going to irritate and inflame any density on its path through you, you know, and that can yeah. create a lot of disease or even hurt your eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I hear that, you know, in the Essene gospels of peace, which are literally like Jesus's teachings on healing the body and like the, the feminine mm-hmm. wisdom. He talks about staring at the noonday sun. <laughs> it's interesting stuff. But he talks yeah, about it after right. fasting and communing with all the different elements. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I just literally, it's like liquid electromagnetism. I just drink it with my eyes. Oh, totally. I, I agree. Especially at the right angles or right angels of time. Angels, true. Yeah, it's, it's some great stuff. So I don't know. No one's asking any questions. Oh, actually... What if school taught meditation? What if school taught meditation? Well, oh shit! I'm sorry. Allowing the government to take these. Okay. I think you're still connected to the call. Oh my god, you're still connected to the the Skype call. I I closed the Skype long ago, so I don't know. Dude, that's so weird. Okay, let me see if I can like. Cool. Nope, I'm, I don't have the vault access anymore, so I can't. Well, anyways, if school taught meditation, I could see that. I mean, I think that'd be good for people to learn to clear their mind, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the basis to gain knowledge itself is being able to like have a clean palette to see from. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it would actually lead to any like, quote unquote, like spiritual unfoldment necessarily. Because like any practice without the right understanding or concept around it is kind of barren, you know. Like you can do the magical formulas, but still not be a magician. Like mm-hmm. you can do meditation, but never have an ounce of spiritual inkling, you know. And 100%. like pr- how it's presented, and if our schools in this modern day materialistic, fucking mechanical, like insane, insane house taught meditation and their like you know physical materialistic separatist approach to everything i don't think it would do that much <laughs> so clearly he doesn't like school which i agree with i, I despise school yeah. to the depth of my being i actually was writing like papers on it in high school like why this is so fucking stupid <laughs> it's uh it's pure indoctrination camps and um yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I feel like it's just a it's just a way for us to have our souls broken down and to be energetically vampired, basically. Yeah, and to create conformists mm-hmm. and obedient 
slaves. <laughs> the I think they want you to get used to the idea of you working a job or, or working something like doing work that you don't enjoy. So they program that into your mind from day one. Right. And also learning something that you're not actually interested in it in and learning it mm -hmm. in a disconnected way from any experience. It's like learn, like having to rote memorize like Rudolf Steiner talks about this extensively, even in his philosophy behind Waldorf schooling and how that actually weakens the astral body. Because all of a sudden, like you become less and less curious, less and less creative. Everything starts to seem dead to you, literally. Right. Because like so, all you're consuming in your mind is dead things. Definitely. Yeah. This is the last question. And, and then Christian's got to go to bed. <laughs> so um, I have a question for anyone. Are you guys vegan? And my answer is yes, I'm vegan. But I'd like to hear what you think about that. I eat eggs. I'm a vegetarian, but cool. I like eggs right now. <laughs> I, I'm trying to gain weight. I've lost a lot of weight. Like after I woke up really hard, I went vegan. I started fasting a bunch and all this shit and lost like 40 pounds. Still trying to put on mm -hmm. weight again. Um, yeah. Well, you know, they make vegan pizza and it's really good. <laughs> Some of the, but like vegan itself isn't healthy. Like if you look at the, all the food at the store with a fucking v on them it's disgusting the yeah. poison is one of those things you know i thought it was i thought it was so funny in your last live stream with uh your friend katie she yeah. was talking about like juicing and you're like nah just eat whatever you want and i i was i was like yeah i just eat whatever i want like i'll go eat like a bunch of crap and then go work out in sun gaze <laughs> and it'll just like purify my being i can feel it yeah so i mean there's this there's different levels <laughs> I think my point there was like, just be where you are, you know, yeah. it's like, if you have a lot of addictions and shit, don't shame yourself, curb them, mm -hmm. alchemize yeah. them, like embrace them and slowly like, you know, up level them basically, you know, transmute them into more noble energies. I've never had much success with fucking like using force in my life. You know, it's a, it's a slow, the small step is all steps. Definitely. Yeah. All right, guys, I think we're going to end the live stream here. Make sure you guys go check out Christian's channel. It's Reality Files. It's in the description. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for all the donations. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Christian, very much for being on TFR and the stream. It was awesome having you. Yeah, thank everyone. you so much. Yeah, so. thanks, Manoush. It was a pleasure to be on here. Thanks, everyone, in the live chat. Um yeah, I would love to come back on the show soon. I think we dove in deep. And honestly, we we haven't had a lot of time to have conversations like this. So, you know, yeah. shaking up the, the jitters and whatnot, it'd be cool to to fall into yeah. some rhythms, some deep rhythms. Yeah, yeah. We're a little bit like off rhythm, but uh, as we get to know each other better, I think we, uh, we will vibe really well. And I actually told Chris that I, I was having you on the show tonight, so – Maybe he'll watch the replay or maybe he caught the live broadcast and I'll see what he thinks about it. So good deal. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Much love and peace out. Peace out.